Welcome to Satellite Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Bethay. So as I continue to go back and look at more and more of these experiences that I've had and things that I've written down that God has taught me and shown me over the years, today's story comes from 2009. So it involves me getting lost, which happened fairly often. And uh, I did not have a smartphone. They weren't as prevalent as they are now. And so a lot of times for directions, I would rely on going to old Google or MapQuest and printing them out. Now, at this time, I coached football at Mill Creek High School and worked at Dequila Middle School. And I had taken a lot of rather scenic trips through Gwinnett and Forsyth County because a lot of times when we're going to these away games, the bus would leave before I got out of school because the middle school and high schools got out about an hour and a half apart. So I would end up having to drive to a lot of our away games. And I took my share of scenic detours over the year. So at this stage of life, I had wanted a GPS system for a while. And I was single. I lived with roommates. I had enough money to buy one. I just didn't want to shell out two or three hundred bucks. I was being cheap, and so you know, for a long time, I relied on Google and MapQuest, and that served me well for most of the time, except for this particular day. And I knew what it meant to be lost because, as I said, that was a reasonably regular occurrence. But what happened to me on this particular Friday in the summer, like, took being lost to a whole new level. So I was headed lunch to eat with one of my really good friends, Mallory, and we were supposed to meet at 12.30. But due to circumstances completely within my control, I was running late. So I told her I wouldn't be there until close to 12.45. She was cool with it. Got my directions from Google, was out the door by noon, and thought I was in pretty good shape because it was supposed to take 45 minutes. So I reached the exit on the directions at 12.40. So again, I'm, I'm in good shape, right? 80 minutes later, I arrived at Figo for lunch where my very good friend is extremely patiently waiting for me. You did catch that, right? 80 minutes later. I got there at 2 o'clock. And at this point, you're probably wondering what happened. So after getting off the exit specified by Google, not one of the street in my directions matched the street signs in Atlanta. Shocker. I drove from Freedom Parkway all the way to Five Points in downtown and back and had zero idea how to get to where I wanted to be. Being a dude, I was you know pretty reluctant to stop and ask for directions, but when your fuel light's been on for 45 minutes, you tend to get a little less prideful. So the first person I asked gave me directions that were completely wrong, but the second guy I asked gave me perfect directions that got me exactly where I needed to go. And it's worth mentioning that the second conversation took place in front of the Georgia Dome. So when I say I was lost, I was lost. Now, the story has a happy ending. I got lunch with my friend. We had a great time, and I didn't have any trouble finding my way back home. So it did have a happy ending. Ironically, this experience was very, very useful for something else that was happening in my life. At this time, my dad and I ran a basketball ministry that we just called Open Gym. We did it for eight years. And when I say Open Gym, literally, we just had guys come in and play basketball at the gym in our church, the church that my parents will no longer set foot in, you know, that church. And we'd eat popsicles and pizza and just talk about Jesus with them. And that was it. It was nothing special. And it was great. And it built great, deep relationships. This particular summer, the summer of 2009, we had a theme. The theme was roadmap. Where are you going in life? So you can immediately see the irony of this happening. And then me having a chance to go to Open Gym, which just happened to be on Fridays, and tell this story. So... I wrote this down and relayed this to the young men that were there. I started by telling them how, you know, Google has been a good source of direction in my life, and it's really let me down. 
And in fact, I'd actually use it on the day before this lunch meeting and it'd taken me exactly where I needed to go. But the thing is, Google is a cheap substitute for what I really and truly need, which was a GPS navigation system. Again, this is before all the smartphones had that stuff on them. I'd seen them in my friends' cars. I knew they were reliable. And I knew they always seemed to help my friends get exactly where they wanted to be. So really the question is just why don't I go ahead and get one? And the truth is when I looked at the money it cost and decided it was something I didn't want to pay, I had to live with the consequences of that decision. And I thought I could get by without it for a long while, and I did. I missed out because what I really wanted would cost me more than I wanted to sacrifice. And this is basically the decision to do things my way. So after that very, very traumatic experience that I had, my thinking changed. I decided I am willing to sacrifice to get something that will be completely reliable and helping me to get where I need to be. And the thing I was trying to stress to these young men is that things are no different with our own lives. We all have our own plans and our own way of doing things. For a lot of these guys, they had aspirations of playing college basketball, and that was what they were hell-bent on doing, and a bunch of the guys there did that. And for a lot of us and you listening, doing things our own way has helped us become pretty successful. A lot of the guys there were really talented basketball players, focusing their entire lives on basketball had been good to them to that point. They'd been able to get to a lot of the places they wanted to go, and they were carried even beyond that open gym to places where they wanted to go. And for a lot of us listening here, we've been successful in careers, relationships, and even achieving goals on our own. It's like my Google directions. They've worked for a long time. This habit of doing things our own way has worked for a long time. And the point is that just like I knew about that GPS and how I'd seen it work wonders in the lives of people around me, there's an alternate way of living that's called living a life with God in control. And for so many of these young men, they'd heard about it, they'd watched us do it, but as long as things were okay in their life, they didn't feel any urgency to give it a try. For me, it took getting completely lost to see that I really did need something better, and I finally decided that getting the GPS system that I knew would work because I'd seen it work was worth the cost. And so the question I had for these young men at this time was, is the same true of you? Would it take things completely breaking down before they saw their need for God? And one of the things that's important for everybody listening to here is that I am not saying that every second of your life will be miserable without God. I'm assuming that most of you listening here know the Lord and your life wasn't complete misery without God. By common grace, there are things that you are able to enjoy. And I'm not saying that people cannot be successful or prosperous without God. We obviously know that's not true either. What I am saying is that life without God will eventually leave you lost, whether in this life or the next. You will end up in the same place I did on that Friday, knowing you aren't where you're supposed to be, unsure how to get to where you need to be, and wishing you had someone or something to show you the right way. And I pray for those young men and for you that you find the true GPS, Jesus Christ, before it's too late. And on that day, I had asked two people to guide me where I needed to go. One knew the truth and one didn't. And one man's answer led me in circles and wasted my time. And the other man's answer led me to my desired destination. And it's helpful to ask for directions, but you have to make sure you're asking the right people. And Jesus is that GPS. He is that guidance system for our life. And he's so much more. But this is just an analogy that I was using from a real-life experience. God turned me getting lost in Atlanta into a real-life parable. 
And one of the things that we all need to know is that serving him and following him comes with a cost. And for things to work properly, you have to sacrifice your role as navigator of your life. And for so many people, they wait until they get completely lost and allow things to hit rock bottom before they turn over control of their life to God. Now, here's the real life application for so many of you right now. Again, most of you listeners are followers of Christ, but there are still areas of your life where God is hands off. And I'm asking you to take a second and assess, where is that area in your life? Are you making decisions about where your kids go to school based on what you want? Or decisions about your next job or your new house or what to do with your parents or how to respond to your relatives? Are you involving God in these things? Or are you simply making your own choices and saying, hey God, please bless this. And I see that so often with my friend in singleness, not from everyone, but for those who say, I'm going to pick someone that goes to church and or claims they're a Christian, God, please bless it. I'm not actually going to take the time while I'm getting to know this person to pray about whether or not a relationship is something I should even pursue. I'm going to move forward and say, Lord, if this is not what you have, end it or make me not attracted to them anymore. And I'm not suggesting we go to the other extreme where we have to pray about what restaurant to go eat at or where to pump our gas. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying that when we go through life and we have decisions to make and we don't seek God's guidance, it's like driving a car in a foreign country without a GPS. You may have a rough idea of where the destination is and how to get there, but the GPS knows exactly what steps need to be taken to get to that destination. And some of them are things you may not have thought of and routes you may not have gone down. And so I would leave you with this encouragement as we wrap up this week. Is God at the steering wheel in your life? Is he guiding your major life decisions? Are you praying? Are you listening to the Holy Spirit? Are you seeking directions from the right people? And when you are given direction, are you willing to submit and follow the path that God has put you on? The story I told at the beginning happened because I wasn't willing to sacrifice and follow what I knew to be the best source of truth to get to my destination. We know it's Jesus Christ. We know it's the guidance of the Holy Spirit. What is keeping us from surrendering to his guidance and following his direction? For me personally, I know a big thing is simply pride and self-reliance. What is it for you? This has been Dave Bethay for Satellite Podcast. That's it for today. Thank you for listening.